Welcome to the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets show on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Scott Simpson, and as always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below. Code MMN for the Mayo Media Network and get your deposit doubled up to $100. That's basically free money, as we say, LQ. Uh, and, and while you're there, please like and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. We are presented by Prize Picks, but we are the heartbeat of fire content only with my guy lq the real deal fancy how you doing brother happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving scott i'm ready to eat ready to drink and also get to some of these picks because it's a lot of free money on the board today oh i'm so excited i'm wearing my ff fit club just as some irony i'm gonna fill it with food my belly's gonna get full (laughs) as well i can't wait don't tell troy uh let's jump into some of these prize picks normally we only have one game on the thursday slate uh this week we've got three it's a bonanza uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal Joe Pizzapi. He called it a turducken uh, weekend of DFS where it just <laughs> keeps coming. So I, I love it. We've got three games here. We're going to start off with, oh man, the barn burner. Uh, we've got Andy Dalton leading the Bears into Detroit against uh, possibly Jared Goff, 50, 60% chance coach that he'll play. Uh, we also have Dallas hosting Derek Carr. Oh man, Dallas looked terrible last week. All of their wide receivers, I think, are gone. They're just going to run Pollard out of the you know, Y and the X everywhere else. And then the last game, we've got Josh Allen and the Bills visiting the Big Easy. Trevor Simeon suddenly important. Uh, let's get into these prize picks. Like you said, a lot of low-hanging fruit uh, that we can pick off and, and get some free money. So uh, while you're here, folks, please sign up for prize picks. Down below is the link in the description, code MMN. So, all right, let's jump in here. Let's start right away with the passing yards for the quarterbacks. We've got four totals on the board. Uh, any of these stand out to you as a smash play, or are you hedging your bets here? Uh, I'm going to smash with Andy Dawn, honestly. 208 and a hook. Man, he put up 200 yards with half the game played. I feel as though, like, going against Detroit, they're very unmotivated, to be honest. That defense isn't as great as it could be. And I think Andy Dalton has the ability to hit the over on 208. Yeah, I like what I saw in that fourth down play, too, uh, with Goodwin. Uh, he's got speed for days. So, uh, Allen Robinson's still questionable, something to look out for. Uh, but Monty's back. So, uh, I do think that they could hit this number. Uh, I'll tell you a fade. Derek Carr's 260 and a hook. You know, I see Dallas being motivated coming back. Derek Carr did not play great uh, coming out of that game at home, I believe. They were playing yeah. Cincinnati. That's not good. Their team has kind of hit the wall, and, and I understand why. Losing coaches, a couple of players. It's a hard day tonight in the NFL, so I'm going to fade that. As much as I love Derek Carr as a person, he's a great guy. I want to invite him over for Turkey Day. Not going to be betting on him. I'm going to actually yeah. take that under uh and and bet under on this one for that one so uh any other a total stand out for you there we fade in Dak we fade in uh, Josh Allen they got some high totals 260 yeah I was going to say both of them are probably fades I think Josh Allen's is the one that jumps off the paper like extremely high at the 275 and the hook I mean it's not that he can't do it I feel as though it's just like a huge gamble going against New Orleans who are roughly like a decent team like they're they're like a probably like a top 12 top 10 defense if I'm not mistaken where you know against the past they're generally okay they're decent they're good they can get it done so 275 in the hook is a bit a little too high for taste yeah and then also you understand you know the uh the saints are gonna defend the pass because that's all the bills really do. that's all they got all they have so uh, it just uh, makes a difference there uh what about uh passing you know the totals here the completion totals only have one on the board so far Derek Carr 23 i'm kind of you know under that myself what do you think about that 
Yeah, I might take the under on that against Dallas. If it was anybody else but Dallas, I would have took the over because their car more times than not has hit this. He has hit the over on this with completions. Um, Just this game, I feel as though uh, I'm not liking against Dallas defense. Yeah, no, I'm with you. All right, let's get to the free money zone. I mean, this is where <laughs> fire content only. The rushing props and the receiving props, I really think is where you can kind of build your, your bankroll, put a couple bets together, and then you're going to be, you know, doubling up or, you know, five maxing if you want to go all the way. So uh, let's talk about some of these rushing totals. The DeAndre Swift 57 and hook to me just, it just it oozes value. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of value there in that pick. I think people aren't recognizing like he's being leaned on as the workhorse and as the only productive player on that offense. So he's going to be leaned on heavily in this game. So on the ground, he's definitely going to get it done. Hit the over on this. Yeah, I like that one too. And then, I mean, I'm not a huge Raiders, uh, Mark, but, you know, Josh Jacobs, 40 and a hook. That seems pretty doable in this matchup. If you're going to beat Dallas, if you're going to uh, win the game at all, it's not going to be in a shootout with them. You know, you're going to have to yeah. kind of control the ball. So I like this game script where you kind of get nasty, not beautiful, but 40 yards. Uh, I, that can be done. I think that can be done in maybe three quarters. So uh, I like that one. That's a smash. What about any of these quarterback? But these all are low-hanging fruit. Oh, my God. These are dangerous ones. I, I think Dak, if anything, you know, he could hit the over. But I'm not liking Dalton outside the pocket rushing. I'm not liking Derek Carr either. Um, if you were to be, like, you know, that ballsy and put and put it all the chips in on Dak at eight and a half, you could. I could see him hitting the over on there. But me, personally, I'm not touching it. Yeah. And uh, the, the Zeke total 60 and a hook that sounds reasonable but you know he is questionable he has a knee injury uh I was gonna say, yeah. ankle injury too like yeah, that was a little injury. nasty yep so that might be one of those where you take the under and mm-hmm. uh he ends up not even playing so i don't know if it'll pull off the board but uh if that sticks on the board i like the under in that myself so a couple of overs couple of unders and uh that david montgomery number is a little high for me to touch i'm gonna kind of just leave it there i'm not gonna mm-hmm. With that so um all right let's t- talk about receptions here we only got a couple totals on the board uh tj hawkinson josh jacobs hunter renfro so you know sparse pickings here on turkey day you want a little bit more meat in your or juice in your meat for sure uh any of those attempting uh, you or you just want to pass um honestly it depends on who's playing at quarterback for hawkinson i feel as though you know even with jared golf playing but if he's going to play hurt I'm not too sure if I can smash the over here because it can easily be a TJ Hawk, you know, another goose egg situation he had in Pittsburgh. Um, It's just uh, I'm not too confident about the TJ Hawk, but I do like, you know, the Hunter Renfro, the five and the hook. Uh, I feel as though he's leaned on, you know, respectively now the, you know, wide receiver one, Um, you know, Waller isn't getting it done like as much as his best abilities that we thought he can get it done. But Renfro, the five and a half hook, I like the over there. Yeah, no, I like that too. And then the Jacobs three, ah, that's a lot of receptions for Jacobs. Yeah, that's a lot when you have Kenyon Drake there. there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I bet the under on that one. All yep. right, let's talk about some receiving yardage now. And now I think there's some more money to be made, particularly with Swift. Again, we could visit this. Swift 29 and a hook. Is that just tempting us just to, you know, chase? or is That's, that's it- an early Christmas gift right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, cash it in. That's a Black Friday special here brought to you by Prize Picks. Please do MMN sign up right now and cash this. They're going to match you up to 100 bucks. You can put it all on this one and just double yeah. it. Double it. Yeah. <laughs> double it. 29 I, I, and a hook. That's crazy. 
it's very sexy. And then next to it, I like the next one uh, on the board, Darnell Mooney for 52 and a hook. Mm. He's the number one now. Aaron Robinson questionable. Uh, I like that. I think he gets enough targets. I think he gets enough volume. Maybe he gets 75 yards around there. And and this matchup to Detroit that we talked about the, you know, Andy Dalton having a 208 number and a hook. Uh, I mean, he's got to throw it to somebody. I mean, Darnell Mooney is that guy. I think he could even get over 100 if you're looking for like a bigger fantasy outbreak later. We might talk about them in the fantasy points if they put them up. I don't know. Maybe yeah. by the time we get to them, we'll put them up. If not, still look for that number for him. I think Mooney's going to have a, a you know number like 13, maybe 12 in the hook, and I would smash mm. over for, for this week for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other numbers stand out for you for the receiving yards? I know I'm gushing over my guys. I'm gushing over Dalton Schultz with the 50 and the hook. That is absolutely a smash for me for the over. Being that, you know, CD Lamb is not playing. I feel like Amari Cooper, you know, if he was there, Dalton Schultz would be the substitute for one of those guys going out. So it's going to be a Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz, you know, basically movie going on. And I feel as though this 50 and the hook is an absolute smash. Yeah, no, I like that. I like the Darren Waller 65 and hook. It's a little high. I, I do see that, but uh, they're going to need to lean on him and Renfro, like you said before. And he still yeah. gets the yardage. You maybe not getting as many touchdowns and stuff, but I, I do like Darren Darren Waller for that number. I, this is the number I want to come up. I want to see Tony Pollard being put on the board with Zeke questionable. Mm. Just, just look around and see if a, if a prize pick pops up with Tony Pollard in it for receiving or for rushing. I'm guessing the receiving total might be around 16 and a half, 17, maybe rushing total around 28, 29. I would smash both of both. them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's free the, money. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really considering going all in on him on DFS. Yeah. And just kind of riding 100% with him. So, uh, all right. Anybody else for you for this? We want to jump to a few prop, you know, touchdown bets. Yeah. I hate everybody else. <laughs> hated it. Hated it. Okay. So now we have some passing touchdowns and some uh, rushing touchdowns. Interesting. Uh, Derek Carr, one and a hook. So, got to get two to win that one. Where are you leaning on this? I don't know why this feels dangerous to me, but I'm going to hit the over on this. I feel as though primetime Thursday, Derek Carr, you got to show up. It's big turkey day. Those though I can see him getting two either to Waller or Hunter Renfro. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So hit the over on this one. Going for the over. What about in the rushing department? Some turkey day touchdowns in line for David Montgomery or Zeke, both with the, the hook. Zeke, I'm gonna fade because I don't know if he's playing. I feel like the injury is gonna play play out. So we shall see if we get news tomorrow or uh whatever the case may be. Uh David Montgomery could possibly sneak in. I don't really think you know uh Herbert's back there, you know in the red zone taking usage. So I think if they do find a way to get close to the end zone, I think David Montgomery is the guy to rush it in. Yeah. No, I, I like that call a lot. And, and you know, the, the lions historically, and by historically, I mean, this year, last year, a couple of years, they suck against running backs. They, they yes. have heyday <laughs> against them. So if you get David Montgomery, I think he can get that rushing touchdown as well. The Zeke, I'm a full fade with you. Just given the context, he might not even be given, you know, 60% of the carries, and, yeah. Uh, so you, you want that. You want that. And then down the goal line, also Dak might do a little vulturing if he's hurt. So, all right, that is fire content only from my guy LQ. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Uh, rate his prize picks with all the cash. Just put keep me accountable. Him. Yeah, let him know. <laughs> Say, hey, I want a million bucks. Here's a here's a few hundred thousand for you. Right. Break them <laughs> you off. Need right? yeah, you need that. <laughs> Make sure you sign up. Down below is the link using Prize Picks MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Okay, let's jump to our next segment real quick. Start sit around the league. We got some fun ones this week. Uh, we got some head to head matchups. So let's jump right to the quarterback position. We've got Jimmy G uh, going up against the Minnesota Vikings, uh, and he's facing Kirk Cousins, who's going up mm. against the San Francisco 49ers. So who are you leaning in this matchup? Uh, and I'll tell you who I'm leaning after you share yours. 
I, I honestly feel better about Kirk Cousins on a fantasy standpoint. I feel like, you know, uh, he's been, you know, getting a lot of yards. I mean, what did he throw for last last week? Uh, 341 and three touchdowns. I, I love that against the Packers. Division game, obviously, things are different. But San Fran, they're not as tough as we think, honestly. I think Kirk Cousins can come in, show up and show out and put up more points in the Jimmy G that's keeping, you know, the A dot kind of close to the scrimmage line. And I feel like, you know, the linebackers over there in Minnesota, they can get it done and stop like a Brandon IU coming through the middle. I don't know if they're going to stop Bebo Samuel, though. But I know for a fact they can stop, uh, you know, Brandon Ayuk. Well, that plays into the Cousins play, though, because a lot of times Jimmy G is handing him the ball. He's not throwing. Yeah. There's a big difference there. Those are points. That's six points to or four points to nothing, right? So I I like your Kirk Cousins call. That's mine, too. Justin Jefferson and Fuego, 40 points last week, 25 points the week before. I think 17. Bud Muffin. Yeah, that's the guy you want right now. He's had 20 uh, receptions the last three weeks. Uh, on 26 targets, 381 yards and three scores. So this guy is going berserk. And, and yeah, you want all of it. So, all right, let's jump to the running back. Speaking of David Montgomery versus the Lions or uh, another league, or I say division made here, A.J. Dillon versus the Rams. Um, I think you could run on my Rams, but I'm not sure if you would take this option over a David Montgomery versus the very bad Detroit Lions, like we mentioned before, like running backs put up huge numbers against Detroit. So I'm rocking with David Montgomery over A.J. Dillon. Yeah, I think that the path to more points lies with David Montgomery. Uh, A.J. is going to have to fight for every point he gets, which yep. he, might, he might, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Might I, be I, ugly. <laughs> might be ugly. Speaking of that game, though, on the other side, you know, uh, Darrell Henderson up and down last couple of weeks. Are you playing him or are you playing Tony Pollard versus the, uh, the Raiders? Uh, I might lean on Tony Pollard. He's more explosive. He has the higher PPR upside. Um, Rams are dead last when it comes to running back targets. So it's not like, you know, Henderson has that huge upside when it comes to, you know, um, uh, PPR like catches and stuff. And I feel as though Green Bay Packers, they like we owe them one with that playoff game. But I think the Packers has our number because it feels like anybody that has branched off from Sean McVay, Sean McVay kind of struggles again. So I feel as though this might be a game where, you know, we might not see much of Henderson. You might see Stafford trying to push it downfield aggressively. Mm, I like that if you're a Cooper Cup uh, manager. So, all right, mm-hmm. let's talk about, speaking of wide receivers, we got a couple of rookies on the block today. Devontae Smith versus the New York Giants, who are just terrible in general, or Jalen Waddle, who is kind of the man there in Miami versus Carolina Panthers. I love everything I'm hearing out of Waddle. I love everything that I'm seeing. I don't have that many shares of Waddle. I wish I had more, but I'm going to be leaning towards Devontae Smith, man. He's hot right now. A division game against a very bad Giants defense. You cannot ignore what Smith and Hurts are putting together over there in Philly. So Devontae Smith all the way here. Yeah, I think it's crazy, too, that they drafted Jalen Rager last year. Imagine if they had drafted somebody <sighs> different than that. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's a, Completely uh, different. Completely different. It could have been a lot. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, maybe. But, but I, I, I do digress, but uh, you said it. <laughs> but that's who I meant uh, 100%. Yeah, they, they made a bad choice. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our next matchup. A couple of good tight ends here. You know, speaking of the Eagles, we're going to stay with them. Dallas Goddard versus those same Giants falling apart, firing their coordinator. Uh, versus Hunter Henry going up against the Titans. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Vime here. Dallas Goddard seeing a lot of Vime. He's number two in targets on the team, so you got to go with Vime here. Feels though Hunter Henry still has that touchdown upside, but so does Dallas Goddard. He, you know, he gets to look in the red zone just as much as Zach Ertz used to. So feels though Dallas Goddard is the safest best play here. 
going DG for the win. I like it. All right, last one. We've got a little in-game flex appeal here. Uh, we've got Tony Pollard versus the Raiders. We mentioned him before. Mm. Or Renfro, Hunter Renfro himself against Dallas. This is disgusting. So based on if Zeke plays, then I'm obviously going to go Renfro. But if Zeke is not playing, man, it's a full set on Pollard where I can. Um, I love Renfro. He has the volume here as well. But Pollard's going to have that full workload, and he has that PPR upside. I would lean Pollard if Zeke is not playing. No, I, I like that uh, dangling participle there, as we say, that, mm -hmm. that pendant clause. So let's talk about some of these injuries that we were alluding to. One of the reasons why Pollard is even on the radar, kind of as a, I said, a sneaky play. Amari Cooper out with COVID. We've got C.D. Lamb concussed, not going to make it through the protocol unless a miracle happens. And yeah. days get condensed in the protocol, which they can't even do. So C.D. Lamb uh, out. Uh, and that does affect the game. Uh, how do you think that, that manages to impact Dak? Um, I think he's going to have to be more aggressive uh, trying to get Gallup the ball, which could be a disaster. I feel as though that's why if Tony Pollard's playing, the simple dump-offs are going to be there for Tony Pollard to get the first downs and have some type of movement on the offense because he's going to be relying on Gallup. He's going to be relying on Dalton Schultz. So I feel as though, you know, this could be good for us fantasy managers that have Gallup, that have Schultz, but it could be a disaster in real football for Dak, you know, coming out with a win. Yeah, he didn't look great without his weapons last week. He just yeah. didn't, he didn't look great. So, no. And uh, a couple other issues in the in the Thursday games that we're monitoring. Uh, Justin Fields, doubtful. Uh, he's out, like we kind of said, not officially out, but doubtful, leaning towards yeah. out. Allen Robinson got that hammy. He's questionable still. You can pay attention to that. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, his oblique 50 to 60% chance he plays. I mean, I think if he does not play or if he does play, it's terrible. Either way, the Bears yeah. Bears D's to play in DFS this weekend or this, this Thursday. Uh, Mooney questionable, but it sounds like he's going to play. Uh, and then in that Saints game, we got a couple of banged up important players. Alvin Kamara has missed a few weeks. Mark Ingram on the injury report with a knee as well. Uh, and so monitor the backfield, see what's going to happen. I don't know if Jones is available. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, Jason Hill, <laughs> new contract. <laughs> 40 million. Get in there. Yeah. Uh, get in uh, there, buddy. That's just dummy. <laughs> Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Cole Beasley, the bees dealing with some ribs. Hopefully uh, they heal up. Not really a huge factor in the last few weeks. So we'll see how it goes. So uh, those are some of the Thursday game injuries. And then coming Sunday, Eric Ebron, doubtful. We've got uh, Aaron Jones listed as questionable, but I think most people think he's going to be out with his MCL sprain. Alan Lazard, questionable. So a couple weapons, key weapons for Aaron Rodgers heading into this matchup with the Rams. You, you said earlier you think the Rams are going to kind of not win this one, not pull this one out. No, I'm not I'm not confident about them winning this game. Um, it's only because of what I saw in a playoff game. Like, it was a very winnable game, but we started off slow. And I feel as though the last two losses we had is because we started off slow. So hopefully we come out firing out of the, you know, out of the bye week. But I'm not that confident as a Rams fan that we're going to come out with a W. Yeah, I will say what we saw last week is they can be beat downfield. Uh, which, yes. is surprising, which is a little surprising because they've had a stout uh, secondary. I mean, even without Jair Alexander, they've been doing a pretty good job. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they can be beaten now over the top. We've seen it with, with Justin Jefferson. So, all right. Hopefully that happens. Uh, on, in, on the injury front too, Lamar Jackson, questionable with that illness, Hollywood Brown coming off COVID stuff. So just pay attention, see what's going on there. Um, was that COVID for Hollywood Brown? I, I, there's so many things. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just meaning him something. <laughs> I know he's questionable. So he's questionable. Yeah, he's questionable. Uh, Quill Patterson, questionable. You know, Jamar Jefferson, questionable. Antonio Brown, Eliza Mitchell, Rashad Penny. Uh, you know, tons of people are questionable. AJ Brown's uh, chest x-rays are negative. 
So uh, hopefully he plays, but you know, it still could be, it, it, he plays like a, 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 a Debo Samuel light, you know I mean? He yeah. plays rough and <laughs> you know, so uh, maybe not Debo Samuel, light. he's a grown ass man, but you know, I could see him maybe not being as effective in this matchup against new England yeah. with some chest, uh, you know, injuries there. And then Ricky Seals Jones and Curtis Samuel for Washington football team are questionable. Uh, who cares? So yeah. uh, that, that, that's kind of the yeah. injury roundup this week. And then coming off IR, I know you guys are sticking around for the glorious news of Zach <sighs> Wilson's return. Uh, his mom's IG will be lit. Make sure you are subscribed. That means you sit Elijah Moore for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> burn your shares. No, we can't get here. So well, LQ, I love this. This is one of my favorite things to do. Where can people find you in the work that you're, you're crushing out there, burning up the fire content only? And you can find me at Real Deal Fantasy on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, of course. I have an article coming out tomorrow morning. Uh, you can check me out over at nimblewnumbers.com. Uh, Got the DFS content, GPP plays, cash plays of Bo Big Time. Uh, this week, you can also check me out on the Fantasy Pros DFS podcast. Just wrap that up with Joe Pizzapia. Awesome guy. Love him. Also, drop the Mayo Media Network. Let them know how much fun we're having over here with Pat. So appreciate you guys. And then on Friday, I'm getting choked up on the contrary with Alex Baker and Dave Lofgren over there at Osmo. Uh, I'm excited about this. this is this is a big shot. You know, I get to talk to the number one DFS player in the world and a guy in Dave Lofgren who's second to myself as the best looking host in the business. So it's <laughs> going to be a great weekend. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Please sign up for prize picks. Go play LQ's plays, play my plays. Let us know how much money you've won. Let Pat know. Uh, and if you lose, uh, we never told you to play those plays. Right? <laughs> All the Thanksgiving illusion. No, I can't. We appreciate you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.